Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Let's do a little bit of, uh, <laughs> we'll do a little bit of, uh, a little time we have, a little halacha here on the Chafetz Chaim. Um, we are on cloud Dalid Halacha Yud. Um, we talked about yesterday how reporting someone's poor character is not allowed. If he has bad midot, you're not allowed to report it, even though it's known, even though whatever. Um, but he says the following: Afal Nevertheless, it would be permitted in the following case: If Reuven sees Shimon who has a negative trait, kegon gaava or kaas or midot raot, he's arrogant or he's angry or has other bad traits. Or let's say he just he's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he neglects Torah, mevatel Torah constantly. It's proper for Reuven to relate this information livno to his own child or his students. Don't follow your father's path so if he's angry. You know you gotta make sure your dad's an angry guy, and you know you gotta you you gotta beware of that. So that they should not learn his ways. This is permitted because the primary reason why the Torah prohibited Lashonara, even when it's true, is when the speaker's intent is to disparage him or denigrate him. But if the intent is to protect a fellow Jew, such as a guy's student or his son, it's obviously permitted to speak of Shimon's fault, for this is a constructive purpose. Umitzvah nami ika, and it's also even a mitzvah to do so. Now, there, the, the same, um, the uh, remember the, 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 there are seven uh, preconditions that we spoke about in the past of when there is a toilet. I'm not going to read the whole note here, but well, just the, each title. You have to be certain that the information is accurate. You have to be certain that a wrong was actually committed. You have to approach first the wrongdoer to attempt to persuade him to rectify his behavior. You're not allowed to exaggerate. The intention must be let to elet, um, not because you harbor ill towards the person. Um, if you can accomplish the same result without the speaking lashon hara, then you have to use that option. And you cannot convey the information in a way that will result in a greater loss than the halacha allows. So those are the uh, the, the seven rules. However, ah, ve'ofen ze even in this case, it seems that's a mitzvah for the speaker. You should explain to the listener why why Shimon uh, why I'm saying this about Shimon. So that the listener doesn't make a mistake and come to uh, to speak more. Ah, I, I guess I'm allowed to speak because he told me that Shimon has a the, the, has a bad character, so therefore I can go and now speak a bad character. But he doesn't know. That the reason why he's doing is And another reason why a father or teacher to explain this is so that the son or student should not come to wonder about the speaker and think that he's acting in contradiction to what, what, he's, what he preaches. Here you have the rabbi telling the boy okay, about his dad who, is, uh, who, who keeps on getting angry. And the, the boy is thinking, hey, you're the rabbi, you keep on talking about not speaking Lashon Ara, and now here you are telling me Lashon Ara about, about my dad. But that's why he said you should explain to him the reason why he's telling him. 
The child recalls sometimes that, the, or the parent tells him, It's true. Like we'll explain later on. It's a great mitzvah for a parent to prevent his young children from doing from saying lashon hara. And now he sees the parent or whoever speaking lashon hara to him. Go, what, what, what's the, the stira here? Big contradiction. Who am I supposed to follow? My dad tells me never to speak lashon hara. Comes a rabbi, he's telling me lashon hara about someone else. How, how does this work? So therefore, it's important the person who's saying this over explain the reason. And similarly, the Shulchan Aruch also sets forth that if due to whatever circumstances a rabbi permits something that most people disallow, then, for, for example, if there's a question of uh, permitting some food on Erev on Shabbat, okay, if there's no other time to prepare food, whatever, so rabbi allows it where normally it wouldn't be allowed, whatever it is, the rabbi should state the reason, I'm allowing you to do this because so-and-so, but normally it wouldn't be allowed. And this way, you avoid any problems in the future when they face something that might, uh, that might uh, result in a, in a different or the opposite law. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll continue.